What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Hey, gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive here in beautiful Kinston, North Carolina. It is Wednesday, March the 29th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is episode 831 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Why, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. Let me tell you something. We have got a uh, we've got a really fun, really unique show for you today. Joining me live here in our plush, well lit studio here in about twenty minutes or so is going to be the news director of the Carteret County News Times and our resident NBA and hoops expert Richard Clark. That's right. He's going to be live here. Usually uh, we do a phoner on Tuesdays with him. He's our typical Tuesday guest. But we swapped him and uh, Junius out this week. Junius was on yesterday's show. So if you if you miss Junius, you're like, hey, I'm tuning in to listen to Junius. Well, I'm sorry. We had him on yesterday. Uh, you'll have to go to uh, brianhanks.com or go to our SoundCloud feed, and you can listen to that. But we had a lot of fun with him yesterday. But, man, just hadn't. I, in fact, I don't think Rich has ever came in and done the show live here. Maybe one time we'll find out when he gets here. But uh, he's actually uh, picking up breakfast from Lovick's Cafe right now. How about that? I call, you know how I do the ad and I talk about I go to lovickscafe.com and I place the ad, pay for it, everything. I have already done that. It's supposed to be ready for him to pick up at 7.05. He'll be here about, what, 10 minutes after that? And then uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, try to talk to each other and eat our delicious Lovick's Cafe breakfast. But, man, can't wait to have Rich on here. Uh, we're going to talk about this crazy NCAA tournament. Uh, the end of the regular NBA regular season is uh, coming up. Man, I want to talk to him some about newspapers, too. Uh, we've done that a couple of times, but we've done it on the phone. I want to, uh, like I said, I just want to do a face-to-face. So we're going to have him for right at about an hour, I guess. He'll get here. Uh, he'll join us here about 7.20-ish or so, or 20 minutes here into our first hour. Uh, and then uh, stay with us, I hope, all the way through the birthday game in the second hour. So uh, we've got a couple of guests in that spot, too. So he doesn't know this yet, but he's going to be uh, working. He's going to be helping me uh, interview a couple of these coaches, too, because it's baseball day. That's right. Uh, next week will begin uh, Wood Ducks Wednesday. That's right, Mr. Clemens. I know you're excited about this. I'm uh, going to try to have John Clemens on, the general manager, next week. But uh, we're not going to talk Wood Ducks baseball today. But we are going to talk a lot of baseball, man. Uh, joining us about 45 minutes here into our first hour, we're going to be joined on the Spence Automotive Guest Line by the head coach of those 19 and 10 Lenore Community College Lancers. Uh, it's Gary Smith. Uh, he'll be joining us, like I said, on the phone. Uh, he's had a bu- he's had several kids get signed by four-year schools in just the past week or so. I know uh, shortstop Kevin Jones with UNC Wilmington, uh, left-handed pitcher Gary Uranius, I hope I'm saying that right. I'm probably just uh, messing that name up with Chawan, a couple other kids too. 
And that's what they do. I mean, you go to LCC to play baseball, and you're going to play at the next level. If you're uh, if you're talented enough, you, if you work hard enough, and that's what's happened with those two young people. But uh, very excited. Like I said, we're going to have Gary Smith, one of the most uh, – one <laughs> one of the coolest guys, uh, absolutely, uh, going to be joining us here. Uh, and like I said, we're going to talk uh, – man, they've just done so much. They're 19-10 overall right now. They're 11-5 and in Region 10. They're setting themselves up well for the conference tournament or the region tournament that's going to take place, I think, in May down in, uh, in fact, in Carteret County uh, for uh, to, to go to the World Series. So uh, I think he's got a good chance. I, I called it before the season, and again, 19-10, and 11-5 and in Region 10. They play Fayetteville Tech this weekend, but we'll talk to Coach Smith about all that stuff in, uh, like I said, towards the end of this first hour here. And that's just our first hour. Joining us about five minutes into our second hour, will be the voice of the ECU Pirates baseball team, Scott Scooter Rogers. Man, I was on the mic last night for that tough 9-3 to loss to uh, visiting UNC Wilmington at Clark LeClaire last night. But they're having an amazing season. They're 19-6 and overall right now. We just need to figure out a way for them to win midweek games, and that's what we're going to talk to them about. Uh, listen, the, the Pirates will be on the road at Houston this weekend. We're all going to be listening to Scooter on the call of those games so uh again very excited to have uh him joining us Uh, a ton of stuff we're going to talk to him about too so uh listen richard clark gary smith scooter rogers man we have got you a show today i am very proud to tell you it's going to be awesome and uh, some lovick's cafe breakfast too i just got to figure out uh when uh, rich and i are going to eat i guess i can always mute uh rich's mic and he can knock his out but man i got me a a uh, patty sausage and egg sandwich uh, on toast with mayonnaise. I got me a, a sausage gravy biscuit coming too. I'm, I'm just giddy with exhilaration for uh, for my, my Lovex Cafe breakfast to come. Listen, before we jump in and everything, let's thank our sponsors. And again, hey, thank you to Lovex Cafe. Uh, I can't wait for my breakfast that's coming. It's the heart of downtown Kenston. Located at 320 North Heritage Street, the cafe has been serving delicious breakfast and lunch to hungry folks from all over eastern North Carolina for more than 80 years. And uh, listen, do what I did this morning. Exactly. I went to their website at lovexcafe.com, placed my order. I paid for it there. I even left a tip there. Everything. So all Rich has to do is walk in, grab it, bring it over here to Whitehall Drive. I can't wait. Listen. Uh, give uh, give Steve and Christina and the folks a visit or give them a call at 252-523-6854 and you can have your order waiting for you. Or better yet, if you got the time, this is what I wish I could do today, but I'm, I'm crazy busy today is go hang out with my friends at Lovex Cafe at 320 North Heritage Street in downtown Kinston. Hey, uh, thank you to Lenore Community College, too, for almost 65 years. Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu. Or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And uh, absolutely, thank you to LCC. Thank you to Richie Honeycutt, to Dr. Rusty Hunt, to uh, Jeannie Kennedy, to uh, all the folks over there 
love every single one of them. Catherine Pearson, uh, Dawn Cantz, uh, just everybody uh, for uh, being such a big supporter of the Brian Hanks show. We really, truly, truly do appreciate them. And, hey, the uh, coming on Monday's show. And, yeah, I'm going to keep promoting it because I'm very excited about it. In five days, we're going to have Dr. Rusty Hunt and Richie Honeycutt here live here in our studio in our second hour as we'll be celebrating the 65th anniversary of Lenore Community College. And uh, can't wait for that. Like I said, that's five days from now. How about today's show? Uh, how about last night, Brandon Ingram and uh, the New Orleans Pelicans? Unfortunately, they saw their five-game winning streak come to an end last night at Golden State, uh, one twenty to one hundred nine. And you talk about, and we'll get, we'll dive more into this when we get Richard uh, here live with us in the studio. But man, here's what's crazy. I watched the first half of the game, but you know, because I got to get up at four 30 in the morning, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed, man. They're up, uh, 63 to 46 at halftime, a 17 point lead for Brandon and, uh, the Pelicans. And of course I wake up this morning. I, first thing I did was, uh, well, I went and took care of business, you know, but then, uh, I checked the score and doggone, uh, the, somehow they lost. They were up 17 points at halftime, but they were outscored 74 to 46 in the second half and lose that game 120 to 109 to Steph Curry and uh, the Golden State Warriors. Steph finished with 39 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, three steals. So that was a uh, big deal there. But uh, listen, they're still hanging on. Uh, the Pelicans are with by, with, the, with their fingernails uh, just barely hanging on to the playoffs. Uh, they are in that eight hole right now, so they're definitely in the play-in tournament. But uh, they have a 10 p.m. game tomorrow night, Thursday night, at Denver. That's going to be on TNT. Then they return home Saturday to take on the Clippers. So, uh, again, they are down. you talk about being down to brass tacks. Six games left in the season for uh, the Pelicans. You know what? Exact same situation for Reggie Bullock in the uh, 11th place. Dallas Mavericks, who are on the outside looking in right now as we speak. They play at Philadelphia today on ESPN. That game's at 7.30. I should be able to watch a good portion of that since it's not a 10 p.m. start. But uh, And you too, dear listener. But uh, they play, like I said, today at Philly on ESPN. They're 37-39 and 39 right now. They've got six games left in the season. It would behoove them to win some games here in the, in the last uh, six games of the season to get into the playoffs, or they're going to be on the outside looking in. But again, you know what? We're going to deep dive into uh, both those, uh, the Mavericks and the uh, Pelicans when Rich gets here this morning. Uh, LCC Baseball, uh, again, we're going to have Gary Smith joining us here in about 35 minutes or so on our Spence Automotive guest line to talk about the Lancers. They're 19-10 and 10 overall. They're 11-5. and 5 in region 10 and they had an awesome three-game sweep of richard bland college over the weekend they have won four games in a row right now now they are off until saturday they'll host fayetteville tech uh, for a double header on saturday uh, and then travel to trojan field and fayetteville for a nine-inning game on sunday and uh, fayetteville tech 12 and 15 right now five and 12 this would be a good opportunity for uh, LCC, like they did with Richard Bland over the weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking into existence. Another three-game sweep for the Lancers this weekend. And, man, that i got to tell you, I think that would almost put them on the verge of being nationally ranked. If, they, if they're 22-10, and 10, um, we might see our Lancers uh, be back in the national rankings. That would be pretty cool. 
Uh, but again, like I said, uh, pretty excited about that. We will have uh, LCC head baseball coach Gary Smith joining us about uh, 45 minutes into this hour, so about 35 minutes or so from right now. Let's get you caught up on what happened in uh, prep sports last night. I got all these scores from maxpreps.com, although – Listen, I got to give, uh, you got to give credit where credit is due. And man, let me tell you something we always talk about, and we do, we brag on Junius Smith's third one man operation kills it at encmoments.com. Got to give, uh, uh, Trey Scott and his boys over at uh, new snooze sports some credit too. They covered a ton of, uh, games last night. They've even got, uh, mid season report cards up for a baseball team or for our area baseball teams for our area softball teams too. So, uh, good job there at newsnewsports.com. Uh, but I got all these scores from Max Preps, and uh, let's start with the, the game over at Viking Field. Last night, Junius was there. We were messaging back and forth. I, like I said, I was at ECU for that loss to uh, UNC Wilmington, but uh, uh, Kinston last night. Well, con- first, congratulations to North Lenore for the big win, and I uh, just feel bad for uh, the Vikings. 32-1 to last night. North Lenore beats Kinston in a three uh, called after three innings because of the mercy rule. Junior said it still lasted three hours, a three inning game that lasts three hours, but congratulations to the Hawks 32 to one over Kinston last night. The Hawks are now six and two overall. They're three and one in the East central two a Kinston falls to zero and eight overall. They are 0-5 in the EC2A, but uh, we'll get to their game. They've got a game today. Very good chance to win that, but we'll get to that here in a moment. Parrot Academy last night, a tough uh, 10-3 loss at home to Wayne Country Day. Uh, Parrot Academy falls to 8-4 overall. Wayne Country Day is up to 9-4 right now. Uh, Bethel Christian Academy continuing their strong start to the season, too. Uh, they beat uh, Wayne Prep last night 2-1. Uh, improves the Trojans to five and two overall. Wayne Prep is now zero and five uh, for the season, and then uh, Green Central last night travels to Aiden, takes on Aiden Grifton. They stay perfect. The uh, Rams of Green Central stay perfect in the Eastern Plains two A at five and zero. Oh, they're eight and three overall uh, with a four to nothing win over Aiden Grifton. Aiden Grifton drops to six and five overall. They are two and three in conference play. Only one game locally tonight. And it's Kinston High School on the road. They'll travel to Seven Springs to take on Spring Creek. Let me tell you something. Uh, a good chance for the Vikings to win that game. As I told you, Kinston is 0-8 overall. But Spring Creek is 0-6 overall. So someone, somebody's getting a win tonight in Spring Creek. Watch, I say that. And it'll end up getting called because of the dark or something. Uh, and it'll be tied like 7-7 in the 13th inning or something. But... I tell you what, I think Kenston's got a good chance to win that game tonight again. Uh, Kenston at Spring Creek tonight. That game starts at 6 o'clock. A couple of big games in uh, prep baseball tomorrow night, too. Uh, Parrott will be on the road at Wayne Christian. Bethel Christian will be on the road. They'll travel to Richlands to take on Liberty Christian. Uh, then on Friday night, the big game, we're tr- uh, going to try to get uh, the two head coaches this, South Lenore at North Lenore on uh friday night so uh that should be a lot of fun too as it always is look at this look at this it's richard clark uh walking into the plush well lit studio yeah just uh, go ahead and bring it in here dude uh i tell you what <laughs> we'll, we'll get him to get all uh 
headphones on it. See, here's the good news as you're getting your headphones and everything. I've got a co- I didn't tell you this. I've got a couple of baseball coaches we're going to be talking to too. So you'll be able to uh, the the snacky snack. It should be right there to right knee. The headphones. I know. Do you see them? Okay, they're they're right there. Very good. Um, but uh, again. Dude, somebody's getting a win in Spring Creek tonight. Kenson's baseball team is uh, 0-8 overall. Spring Creek is 0-6 overall. So, somebody's getting a win, by God. Hey, first first win of the season. I'm telling you. Hey, uh, pull your mic just a little bit closer to your mouth there. There you go. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, Molly loving all over. Dude, when's the last time you saw Molly, man? Seriously. Probably the last time I was here. When was that? It's been a little bit. That's what I was trying to figure out. Uh, it's been early. long enough that I had to punch in the GPS. Oh, no. Because I was way over there somewhere. Oh, that's awesome. Well, hey, tell everybody how easy. I did an ad for Lovick. So tell everybody how easy it was. How long were you in Lovick's Cafe this morning? Well, if I knew what I was doing, I wouldn't have been in there anytime. But <laughs> I didn't, and I confused them. So. I did tell you to go in the uh, far right door, remember? Yeah, and you said, and Dawn Line is over there by itself. I, but I went to the register because I didn't know. And, you know. They were like, we don't have anybody like that. I was like, okay. <laughs> no. uh, but they got it straight well, pretty quickly. Good. It was very already good. waiting for me. There you go, man. That's what I try to tell people. Literally, if you know what you're doing, and I'm not denigrating you when I say that there, Rich, but <laughs> if you know what you're doing, you just walk in, you go to the kiosk, you pick it up, and you walk out. You're in and out in 15 seconds, dude. Oh, yeah. It would have been less than that if I knew what I was doing. Wait a minute. Are you wearing a Duke? <laughs> yeah, I am. When did you become a Duke fan? I just like the gear of this particular. I don't care. I wear any gear. You know me. I know. I uh, Paul, uh, Linda's son, Paul, went to Vegas, I don't know, six, seven months ago, and I told him to pick me up a Raiders shirt. And I got to tell you, man, and I don't care about the Raiders one way or another, but it is the best shirt. <laughs> and I wear it probably once a week. I'm serious. I, I, it fits well. It's a dry fit. It's awesome. And everywhere I go, everybody's like, oh, you're a Raiders fan. I'm like, no. Well, the Not NFL really. is the only one I don't do that with. <laughs> yeah, I keep Since yeah. you're a free agent fan, I guess you can do that. I can, man. I mean, I've still got uh Although they are getting a new owner, so maybe you can go back. Rich, I'm glad you brought that up. i tell you what. Let me finish yeah. uh, the prep sports stuff, and then we'll uh, we'll jump into. How long do I have? Can I have you until the middle of the next hour? Yeah, we're good until, what, 8 or something like that? Is oh, that no, I'm that? thinking like 8.30. Okay, that's fine. Is that cool? Okay, yeah. very good. Uh, or 8.30-ish. I mean, we've got, uh, uh, like I said, we've got uh, LCC uh, head baseball coach uh, Gary Smith coming up here in about 25 minutes or so. And then we're going to have uh, the voice of the ECU Pirates baseball team we're join good. us at the top of the next hour. But between all that, dude, I want to talk about everything. I want to talk about uh, the NCAA tournament. I want to talk about uh, Reggie and Brandon and are they going to make the playoffs. I want to talk about newspapers. We've not had a chance to talk face-to-face, and especially since the last time you were on, I mean, what, the free press is now down to uh, a day a week now. I don't even know. What what day does it come out now? I don't I even no know. I have no idea. I think Friday, but I'm not positive. I'm that. not either. And uh, 55 subscribers? By all accounts, they can't get it delivered, but I, that's third-hand information, so I don't know how true that is. 55 subscribers. What in the – dude, and I'm not saying – hey, I feel a little bit guilty, and I've talked to uh, Patrick before too. Patrick Holmes, our former boss uh, who is now – yeah, you know what, dude? Let's get into yeah, it a little bit. Yeah, Let me yeah. finish up this. You know me, man, ADHD. I'll be all over the place, man, here. But uh, listen, uh, blah, 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 like I said tonight, Kenston is at Spring Creek, 0-8 Kenston, 0-6 Spring Creek. Somebody's winning that game. How about in softball last night? North Lenore beat Kenston 20 to nothing in softball last wow. night. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. Uh, south or North and North now seven and two overall. They're three and one in the conference. Kinston falls to zero and eight overall. They're zero and five in the conference. Uh, Parrot had a tough time last night. They lost to Pungo Christian out of out of Bellhaven. You're looking at me like I'm making up. Na- That's what John Dawson does. He thinks I'm making up names of stuff over here, but I promise I'm not. Uh, Parrot falls to two and three with that fourteen to one loss to Pungo. Pungo now improves to say, "Hey, may have a weird name, but they're seven and one in softball this year, dude." <laughs> maybe they, maybe they're a softball factory like Zion Academy or something. There you go. Uh, Aiden Grifton beats Green Central last night, uh, eighteen to two. Aiden Grifton is now six and four overall. They're four and one in the conference. Green Central falls to zero and twelve overall. They are zero and five in the league. Big game of the day. It's the only game we have going on tonight. South Lenore visits North Lenore. I may even try to get out there and watch some of that tonight. South Lenore is six and three overall. They're four and zero. They're perfect in the East Central Two A. North Lenore is seven and two overall. They're two and one in the conference. That game is at seven o'clock at North Lenore tonight. I can't wait for that. And then in uh, girls soccer uh, last night, uh, the only score that we got was Green Central lost to, at home against Farmville Central six to nothing. Green Central zero and nine overall. Zero and one in uh, Eastern Plains two A. Farmville Central is three and one overall. They're one and zero. Uh, we've got some big games uh, to, or I'm sorry, no games tonight. Got uh, three games tomorrow night, but we'll get into that tomorrow. Uh, I think I hit everything. I tell you what, uh, before we get uh, Rich in here uh, with both feet going 100 miles an hour, let's uh, let's thank our good friends over at uh, Arundel Parrot Academy. Thank you to Arundel Parrot Academy. They are the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kenston. You've been over there before, haven't you? The parish? So. Oh, yes. You, yeah. yes. Beautiful campus. Man, you feel like you're in a, not exactly, you feel like you're on a college campus. I mean, with the the awesome buildings they have, the awesome facilities that they have, but it's an 80-acre campus right here in Kenston. Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including uh you'll like this. You like that? My little that's my little my little basketball squeeze ball, man. But the little thing is dangerous, though. (laughs) (laughs) It is. is. But uh, listen, thank you to Parrot Academy. Listen, if you're listening to this show on terrestrial radio right now, uh, you can send your child to Rendell Parrot Academy because they draw students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Greenville, Newburn, Trenton, Maysville, Wilson, Snow Hill, Goldsboro, Jacksonville. Like I said, you name. uh, Listen, send your child to the best private school in eastern north carolina apa students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world give them a call at 252-522-4222 talk to david moody over to the head of school or visit their beautiful campus and tell them the brian hanks show and richard clark sent you of course you and i neither one you know they have like an acceptance quiz yeah, or I test. yeah i wouldn't have either but hey i can talk about them though and it send the smart kids over to parrot academy okay yeah, it's like wearing this duke hurt there's no way <laughs> there you go so here we go we've got a solid 20 minutes 23 25 minutes uh, that we can just talk about everything before we get uh gary smith up here on the line by the way uh i want you to be formulating some questions in your head too because i want you to help me uh interview uh uh coach smith and then uh scooter rogers from uh the ecu uh baseball okay oh they got the only real program at ecu yeah that's true yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that to him, though, okay? Oh, no, I'm sure he's got a tote the company line, but <laughs> I'm sure behind closed doors, he's like, yeah, we're you know the top what, dude, dog. <laughs> I don't even care, man. You and I are going to talk about everything over the next hour, man. They got uh, a good program. They're doing it right. 
They are. Here's what is confounding to me, though, dude. Talking about the baseball program, they can't win midweek games, dude. They're. Really? Uh, let me see. I got this right here. This is awesome, dude. They are uh, three and five in midweek games, dude. That that's so baseball stat. Is Base- that not crazy? Baseball's what? got all those can't win on at night against a left hander on. Tuesday after nine thirty. Well, you know? We're going to talk to him about that, but they're sixteen and one on the weekend, yeah. dude. On Friday, Saturday, Sunday games, they're sixteen and one. And it, dude, it's not like they've played so, crap so teams. They played Wednesday really games good. Is teams. what we're talking about Tuesday and Wednesday games. Yeah, huh. I, I wonder. In fact, I don't think they've won a Tuesday game yet. I wonder dude. if Chico's and them still have Monday night. <laughs> dude, I, we should let people know you're a proud ECU. Oh, alum. absolutely. And uh, so, what does that mean, Chico's? Is that a, well, that was a restaurant? I well, was in my day, they had uh, a special on Monday night. Well, at, at, in my day, every bar downtown had a particular night that you know they were basically giving it away um, their wares. Yeah, and uh, Chico's their was. Wares. Chico's was Monday at that time. Uh-huh. Well, I'm telling you, dude, uh, I just can't figure it out, and I, I can't wait to talk to Scooter about that, but they are. They're 19-6 and six overall. They're number eight in the country. Oh, yeah. I saw it. I mean, they're they're kicking butt, but they can't win. And last night's a good example of that. Dude, they've been, uh, they were swept by UNC Wilmington. They lost to them uh, earlier, I think. Uh, I can't remember where they played. I don't know. I think they played in Wilmington, maybe. But uh, lost to them there. They lose nine to three last night, right. and honestly, it wasn't even that close. The great quote though, did you hear? And yeah. I know the game just happened last night. Did you hear what Cliff Godwin said? No. Uh, he said they were better than us, and it makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> I love him, man. By the way, uh, did you, you didn't did you say I hey to the, yeah. the 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 cutout um, up here? I think they should probably start with a curfew on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> and then I think they should look at the girlfriend's schedules, class schedules. <laughs> Because there, there's some anomaly there. Dude, you're going to have to bring that up. Like I said, we're going to have Scooter on uh, in our second hour to kick off our second hour, dude. You need to bring that. I like that. You and I'm even, I'll set it up. I'll say, listen, uh, my co-host here today with me, Richard Clark, he's got some advice for the guys. <laughs> Go ahead, Rich. And he's in, let's see what Scooter says about that. That's pretty good. I like that. But uh, let's talk a little ECU. Like I said, dude, we're just going to bounce all over the freaking okay. place this morning, man. I got to tell you, man, uh, I tell you what, let's go to basketball since that's the season that just ended. And we've got a couple of ENC kids, a couple of Kinston kids who are considering ECU right now. Uh, Dontres Styles, who uh, ordered the, uh, who left the, or is in the transfer portal, left Carolina. I got to tell you, dude, he is seriously, seriously considering really? ECU. And then uh, Damian Dunn from Temple. Uh, and I, I would say I wouldn't – he's one of the – he's considering ECU. I, I don't know where it stands. People have asked me, I got to tell you, man, I think Trez has a very – they're putting together a nice NIL package for uh, for for Trez over at ECU. I think is a – I would put it at – people have asked me, and I've, I've said 60%. If, if I had the money, I would be the guy from SMU, and I would – Get them all. You have said that for you. Yeah. You have said that since we worked together Absolutely. at the Free Press in the two thousands. Yeah. That you would uh, and and here's the thing. You can now you can do, do it that. legally now. Yeah, that's fantastic. I was telling somebody the other day though because you know the older heads tend to get upset about how college basketball looks. I tell you this: it's going to settle down. It'll all settle down and go back to the mean at some point. You know, they're going to quit giving all this NIL money for people that aren't productive. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're just, it's the Wild West. Uh, the transfer portal will slow down because you'll start getting guys that transfer and you never hear from them again. 
Uh, so I think it'll settle. All that will settle down eventually and work itself out. And it'd be good for college, I think. I looked it up in show prep this morning. Guess how many kids are in the transfer portal right now? 400. <laughs> Richard Clark. 1,200. 1,000. Yeah. It just it went over 1,000 yesterday. They had like another 15 or 20 that entered the portal, and it put it, it pushed it over 1,000. Help me do math here, Rich. There's what, right at 400 schools that play? Yeah. And I think they play Division One it, basketball. It's a couple kids every team, basically. Dude, that's insane to me. Look at Carolina. Isn't it up to six now for Carolina? Yeah, their whole team's transferring. Except for uh, Armando mascot. and <laughs> the mascot. I thought that was funny. Yeah, Were you too. the one that posted that? No. Uh, Somebody did, and then I stole it. Right. Uh, I, I think that I like the rule yeah. because, you know, they've always penalized the kids and the coaches and administration. and Yeah, but no, no, no. But coaches can leave and go, go anywhere, anywhere, Rich. And then what happens if, okay, I'm Brian Hanks and you're Richard Clark, the coach at ECU. Let's just use mm-hmm. that as an example. You recruit me hard. You get me to go to ECU. And, you and then you leave. Right. And the old way was I had to wait out. I had a to sit year. out a whole season, well, here, lose a year a of eligibility. I always reminded of. Eddie Sutton was at Kentucky when they got drilled with all that probation stuff, the Chris Mills and all that. And that very next year, he was in the Final Four with Oklahoma State while Kentucky players that he recruited were sitting at home because they couldn't get in anywhere. Um, so I've been against that for a long time. I have no problem with the transfer portal. Well, you've always been, and this is what I, you know, and I've got other people in my life. I think of like John Dawson. John Dawson is a, you know, he's a pro uh, school or a pro coach. You have always been, since a minute I've met you, you're a pro player guy. Absolutely. I mean, you've always been uh, a because player's advocate. We, we can sit here and pretend, and yes, at a school like ECU, uh, it's probably a little bit different, but at some of these other schools, and particularly uh, the football schools, that calling a student athlete is, you know, let's stop pretending. We've, you know, the funny thing is, football has gone the other way. the The powers are even more powerful, so to speak. Basketball parity across the board. Yeah, um, which has been interesting to see. Well, I'm telling you, dude, uh, and I, I will say this: being closer. As close as I've been to a college student in a while with Don Trez, with him coming in on every week for Tuesdays with Trez, and talking to him about, and he talked about it here on the air about, I, listen, I can't speak for ECU or Duke or Virginia or State or anybody. I can talk about what I know about Don Trez Styles in Carolina. I mean, they have tutors when they go on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has to, I remember him saying one time, with the course load he was taking, he was taking about 12 hours, 12, 13 hours, and he had you know two hours a day that was dedicated just to to studying now bear in mind he also graduated number three in his class at kenston high school and he is a smart kid i mean when you know you heard him on the show you can tell the the kid is smart and he is an academic kind of kid i mean i'm sure there are some out there like oh i don't know richard clark and brian hanks who uh i would have never went to class (laughs) would never have gone to class either but he did and he you know i I don't know where i'm assuming he's still in chapel hill right now i guess finishing out i I don't know what the deal is but still there are kids though that really do who really are student athletes and i would consider trez a student athlete absolutely and i'm probably 99 percent. well not 99 but probably 90 percent of them are but, you know, let's stop pretending that. If Richard them. Clark is a star of uh, NC State, and uh, How big I'm talking a star? about. Oh, I'm talking about uh, you're borderline NBA all ACC. No, I, I nah, would say. If I'm borderline, I'm going to class. Okay. Yeah. There you go. You got to get a degree. Are, are you going to. Okay, you're going to the league. 
We uh, know, yeah, we know probably not after your freshman year, but probably – let's say you're Terquavian Smith, who announced yesterday that Go he to is – class. Really, you need to be going to class. Well, he announced for the he announced for the NBA yesterday, and dude, I'm a little, I wouldn't say disappointed because I always pull for the kid. I want the kid to, and I'm with you. And I got to tell you, Richard Clark, of all the people that I know, you're the one that has pulled me more. If mm-hmm. here is the middle, and you know the needle is right here in the middle, and I'm neither pro player or pro coach, you've pulled me over to the player side. You really have, and. Uh, but Terquavian Smith yesterday, I mean, dude, every draft list, and I looked at like three different draft lists yesterday. Yeah, he's, he's not a, even – well, he, he's on the bottom of – The first yeah. round, maybe start of the second round, and if he doesn't do well at these NBA camps, dude. The, the problem that um, college basketball has, it's like telling people that you want to tax the rich. Everybody thinks they're going to be rich. Yeah. But nobody is. The same people are going to be rich. The same with these kids going – everybody thinks they're going to the NBA. And the real problem is those from, – from that mindset, college basketball does not prepare you for the NBA. It just doesn't. No, um, unless you play for Kentucky. I really think Kentucky kind of prepares even you Even that, but, bit. yeah, you have, to, you have to adapt. It takes two Duke, or three years You don't now. think Duke prepares you a little bit? I mean, who, who from Duke has performed well out of the gate besides Paolo? See? They're oh, all, that's they, good. The learning, the learning curve right. now is two or three years. Yeah. Uh, maybe at the end of your second year, toward the back half of the season, you start figuring it out. But that's the problem. He's special, isn't he? Paolo's Paolo. special. Yeah, yeah I, that's, uh, I watched him last night, and it wasn't because of him they lost. He, yeah. He's going to be – when he starts shooting threes better, which will come if he work, puts yeah. the work in. And by all accounts, he, he's a basketball guy. So, um, yeah, he's the real thing. That's awesome, dude. Uh, it, and I want to put a pin in that because I, I definitely want to talk more about, uh, Reggie and Brandon and all that, but I, I want to wrap up our ECU talk. Uh, how impressed are you with Schwartz? I mean, I, and really he was, he wasn't able, he got a couple of, uh, uh, transfer portal guys, but he came in kind of late in the game. I just wanted you as a ECU alum and someone who really does care about pirate sports. What, what do you think about Schwartz and the job he did this season? I, I don't ECU? even look at these first couple of years and okay. honestly, same with the football coach. I figure three years, and then we can start looking. Unless you really do something like what Hubert did this past year, which was unforgivable. Well, that's the other direction, yeah. though. And, but so by that, uh, by that reason, I'm willing to. He seemed to be okay. We'll yeah. see what he can bring in. Um, there, that's going to be the trick now. Recruiting's changed, dude. He's already he's done something no other coach has done at ECU. And and I can tell you the time I've been here, and I I, I apologize to our parents, listeners. I know we have a lot of them. I never really kept up with uh, ECU basketball before I got to Eastern North Carolina. But I can tell you my 20 – I'm in my 21st year here now and 21 years of being here, Rich. No one has recruited Eastern North Carolina the way he has. He's got Takori Faison probably – and I all-state performer from Goldsboro mm-hmm. High School who – uh, I think was the best player in the state of North Carolina this year. Either he, he or Josh Short that was over at uh, Farmville Central. To me, the two best players in public school, at least in North Carolina, he got him, and I can't remember the kid from Northern Nash, but a top 10 player from North Carolina that, what, that's just right here in the footprint. No other coach has done that in 21 years, Rich. No, not at ECU. They yeah, haven't. that's no. what I'm saying. At ECU, yeah, no one no, has no, done nobody's that. Nobody's done at ECU. And, <clears throat> and honestly, the football team has struggled with that as well. And yeah. the new guy, the guy from James Madison, is doing a much you call better him a job. New year, a new guy. He's, he's been, been there four years, years yeah. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think he's in his fourth year. Well, you know, that's Brian North University, right? That's where he graduated yeah, from. Yeah, you know, that's where I wanted to go originally. Yeah. Really? Yeah. To play? 
Well, that was the idea, but I wasn't good enough for all that. At oh. that time was when they had Lefty coming. You remember Steve? That's Hood right. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, so it was a little bit different back then. Dude, that's awesome. That voice you're listening to, he's not on the Spence Automotive guest line. He is live sitting right here across me, and I love it. I freaking love it. It's, uh, I, well, you know, you're, you, it's, we've changed up a little bit since last. Now, was I in here when you came last time, yeah, or was yeah, I? You in here. I couldn't remember because, you know, I did the first six months of the show in my dining room. Right. <laughs> well, I'm at the bedazzling table, I think. <laughs> well, it's Linda's table, okay? I mean, she... I feel uh, like I should be bedazzling my <laughs> my jean jacket. Dude, if you knew all the stuff... I mean, everything you see around there, that's what she works on, dude. I mean, she she loves it, man, and she's good at it, too. But uh, uh, I'll say this to wrap up the ECU basketball portion of this. If he's somehow, some way, somehow able off. to get Trez... Yeah. I think I, because that tells Eastern North. I mean, it was a big deal that Takori Faison went there, or is going there from Goldsboro, who is graduating right. this year. It's a big deal for the Northern Nash guy. But you get a Carolina transfer from Kinston right. to go to Greenville. Dude, it, I think that big. puts 500 extra butts in the seats, and I'm not even exaggerating, dude. Maybe. Maybe so. Uh, I also heard a rumor that the Holly Springs kid at Virginia, the big man is yeah. he went Gardner. Virginia, yeah. Gardner. I heard him and Trez were partnering up, is what I heard. What? You think he would come back from Virginia to? Well, wherever they're going, I heard they're uh, they're in it together now. Again, what do I know? Wow. Okay, I thought his eligibility was up, but I mean, I dude, I don't know. I, yeah, Jay, you're talking I'm about Jaden Gardner that was I'm at not, ECU. I, no, no, no. I don't know. Oh, it's this must Holly, be somebody else. This it's the Holly Springs else. kid. The kid from Holly Springs. He's younger. Hang on, I'll look at it. Yeah, roster. look it up for me. Look it up for me. But uh, but anyway, that's my thought is if somehow, some way, Trez ends up at uh, ECU, I think that uh, opens up this path to Greenville from Eastern North Carolina, which Schwartz has already started anyway. Hey, we've been needing that job. for a long time, so I have no problem with that whatsoever. I think he's going to state, though. I really do. Right. I think Trez is going to state. I think Damian's going to state. We're going to have that Kinston 1-2 connection at NC State, especially with uh, – with uh, Turquavian leaving uh, to go to the draft. And evidently, he said he's hiring an agent and everything. So, Turquavian's not just – you know, if you remember last year, he dipped his toe in the NBA pool last year, but then he came back. This year, he – I know you're shaking your head, and I am too, dude. I'd love to see him play one more year, but I think about – Caden Shendrick. Yeah. Okay. I think they played uh, CP3 together, dude. I, so, that is – That's a, what I heard. Wow. Again, God, what do I know? If ECU could get him. I'm, I'm get way both outside of, of college yeah. basketball, so what do I know on that? No, but that's no, no, the rumor. No, no, dude. That, I, like I said, they were CP3 together, so that's, uh, that's a very good chance. But wherever Trez ends up, I think he's going to – Yeah, good luck to him. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I like what he said, dude. And he said it right here on this show two weeks ago that, you know what? He said he did, doesn't think he gave himself – that Trez gave himself enough credit for uh, – for, Doing it the right way, he could have left, dude. He could have left midway through this season, and oh, let me not let me stuck be clear. He's way better than me. Yeah, by the, by midpoint, by December of his freshman year, I'd have been out. Well, I'm telling you this, dude. He was so classy with the whole thing, and and I'm even telling you off the record. I know people probably think, oh, Trez says all this stuff on the record, but I bet behind it, you know, off the record, he's talking junk. I would I would have been out. Yeah. I would have been out. He hasn't. He because has had nothing but compliments for Hubert. There, there were no minutes at all. That, yeah. That's that been my problem all along. I don't understand any of what 
Hubert was doing. What is Carolina going to look? I know they got Mondo back or Mondo <laughs> Baycott. They've got. Do we uh, have to? That would be my question. Dude, he made $1.2 million in that's, that's what they say. I'd be curious to see what these numbers really are. I, I don't know if I believe all these numbers. Really? I, I don't know if I believe them all. We'll see. Wow. We'll see. Yeah. And, again, I think that's going to – here's an idea. Think about this. Why would it not be in – let's say the ACC, for instance. Why would it not be in the ACC's best interest to come together like a league, like the NBA or the NFL – pool all that money and give your conference that money. So even if they wanted to transfer, they could go in-house. Because what I think is going to happen is these NI, then these deals are going to start requiring these kids to stay X amount of years. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, Greg Clemens, our resident, you know, you've heard us talk about him, our resident NC State fan, uh, is listening right now and messages me and says, uh, if it happens, he's talking about Trez and Damian going to uh, NC State. Uh, he said, uh, he and I would be sitting front row at PNC. Uh, dude, I <laughs> I got to tell you, man. And I've always – you like? PNC? I don't want to get myself in trouble here because I have to work with these SIDs uh, quite a bit. You SOBs? Know. What? No, SIDs, Sports uh, Information Directors. I uh, know. Oh, I know you know. <laughs> dude, I'll just say I'm not very fond of the Carolina SID, and I, never, I haven't been for a long time. There's a story behind that, and maybe one of these days I'll share that story. I love Annabelle, uh, and I cannot remember her last name at NC State. She is awesome. If he ends up at NC State, <laughs> that's going to be – because she will take such good care of the Brian Hanks show. Right. And you you go do a game with me, man. We'll, we'll have – we'll have hell, I'll just go ahead and get a season media pass for NC State because uh, – Well, the ACC's there for the taking. It know? really is. It really yeah, is. It, uh, and it, same thing at ECU. If he ends up at ECU, hell, I work for ECU, you know, 50, 60 days a year, more than that. Actually, probably about a hundred days a year. Yeah, I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> dude, Hey, it's a strong possible. I think uh, this is just me. This is not me talking to, uh, uh, to Trez. It, it, to me, I think it's coming now. Watch. I say this it's coming down to state and ECU and he'll end up going to Lyle Marymount like yeah. Justin Wright did. Yeah. Everybody was saying Justin Wright's going to probably end up at ECU or Justin Wright's going to the NC central guy who, right. uh, is right. just was awesome from Farmville. He went to Marymount. <laughs> he announced a couple of days ago. Hey, look out the window right there, dude. <laughs> That's uh stormy. The cat, you know what Junius calls him? What NBA young cat. <laughs> oh dude he's hey i hope i don't get in trouble for saying this word he's a badass man that cat is absolutely a badass man but uh but like i said watch i say that oh you know yeah. they're gonna end up at ecu or nc state and i would throw clemson in there clemson's a dark horse too but uh oh make no mistake if i was at 18 to 21 year old college kid yeah i'd be looking at miami san diego state and why is that that, you know, outside interests. <laughs> it is so funny. Somebody, it wasn't a quote from Justin, right? Uh, but someone said, uh, you know what the difference was, don't you? And this was like on sports talk radio that I heard. The women. All I'm saying is. Lyle Merriman. I probably dude. wouldn't be looking at Ann Arbor. <laughs> uh, yeah, just saying. Uh, dude. Hey, uh, he wanted me to, Greg said, Richard, he's a, this, he's directing this to you. Greg Clemens did. He said he's a loyal Reynolds Coliseum fan, not PNC, yeah, which 
I yeah, love that's Reynolds why I asked about about PNC because I thought Reynolds was a better environment. Oh, have you been there since they redid it? No, I haven't been there since they've redone it, dude. It's been about uh, and help me here, Mister Clemens, but it's probably been like three years, four years. So they have state championship basketball it, it, games. Is there. the environment better than a Dean Dome? <laughs> the Dean Dome doesn't have it. Well, Do you think it has an environment? Where, no, that's why I'm yeah. at. That's kind yeah. of the bar. You know what I mean? You got to be better than that. Yeah. Uh, this one of the things about Shishetsky that I applaud, yeah. that he was unwilling to move out of there. I think that's fantastic. I think the How ACC, long before they build their oh, own 20,000 seat? Yeah, two years. Two really? Years, well, won't build it, but two years they'll announce they're redoing it. Once they get him out the door and he, you know. Dude, you got some health problems there, Coach K? <laughs> they don't want to do it right yet. Dude, I, uh, I I think the ACC lost its identity when they got rid of Coalfield House and Reynolds Coliseum and Carmichael. University Hall. Yeah, I think. I think Although I got to tell you, John Paul Jones is a, a nice, nice arena, arena, dude. That's a really nice yeah. arena. Uh, and uh, I've seen a been lucky enough to see a few games you there. Know, and, ECU's arena would be nice if they had fans in it because it's a nice, it's a well built for a small <sighs> you know program. But, have I told you what I'm going to do when I win the lottery, dude? And I'm not talking about like the. $50 million lottery. I'm talking about winning because I'm going to win it. I don't even know if you know this oh, or not, okay. Rich. Oh, you're going to be very well taken care of. Okay. Just go ahead and count on it. But when I'm talking about when I win the billion-dollar lottery okay. and I, I end up with $800 million what or are something we doing? like that. What well, Oh, dude, you're gonna be uh, you're, oh, you're gonna you're gonna be in my posse, yeah, okay? What, I mean, what, <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm gonna do right here, and I'm tearing down the mall. Okay, I'm by, I don't even give a crap how much a guy wants to charge. If he wants to charge ten million, I'll pay ten million for it, which it's only worth, probably worth only about one point five or two million now or whatever. I'll pay him ten million for it. We're gonna raise it, and then we're gonna build a multi facility, multi sports facility. But I'm gonna build like a five thousand seat arena that uh, is gonna have uh, luxury boxes in it. You'll have your own luxury box. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rich, you don't have to worry about Who, that. Who's playing there? Uh, Kinston will play there. North and North, South oh, okay. North, Parrot, Bethel. We'll bring in, uh, you know, we'll have uh, holiday invitationals why there. Why don't you just buy LCC and do what they did to Florida Gulf Coast? Because that was a community college. Was it really? Absolutely. I lived in Fort Myers. I remember when they built it. I don't know, though. I want to build a brand new facility. I well, mean, dude, build with, a new college. With big video boards in each end of yeah, it, you know. Start your own college. Okay. And well, it's going to be maybe, called. Maybe you could go out and get like a, a, a G League team or something. Uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be the, it's going to be called Hank's Arena. Okay. <laughs> but dude, you'll have your own, I promise you, you're going to have your own Richard Clark hey, you uh, do, luxury box that'll hold about 12 and you'll have your own chef, you that, know, that, for your, I'm ready, but I want to bring in teams. I want to like ECU to play a game there. I want uh, probably not any of the big ACC teams, dude. It's just not possible. You wouldn't but, need to though. Yeah. You know, you could have a, a really good tournament with just the schools. You know, the ODUs and the ECUs and schools of that nature. You could have a really good tournament. Coastal Carolina down in Myrtle Beach. Oh, exactly, uh, dude. You know, and Charleston. that's what I'm saying. And it, it will there will be events there all the time. But also. It's going to have a, uh, uh, a baseball facility out back with probably two or three fields, all lights everywhere. I mean, well, I'm telling you. Let me, let me tell you two things you need to build then. Is, uh, one, you need to build a, a wiffle ball court back yeah. field. Pickleball. Wiffle ball. Oh, okay. I don't like pickleball, but that, you know, <laughs> wiffle ball where, you know, they got the whole strike zone and you hit it over the fence, the whole nine yards. They got a restaurant like that in Texas. Yeah. But anyway, and then you need to build – a, a basketball goal where you can rent the court, but you can lower the goals up and down. Yeah. 
to whatever you want. Well, that'll be on one of the auxiliary yeah, course. Yeah. Cause I'm going to listen, this facility, by the way, we've got LCC head baseball coach, uh, Gary Smith on the line with us right now, coach. We're talking about when I win the, the billion dollar lottery and what I'm going to do right here in Kenston, I'm going to, uh, build the, I'm tearing down the mall here in Kenston. I'm going to build, uh, a basketball facility, uh, three baseball field facility, but one of them that's going to hold about uh, four or 5,000 people in it. The Wood Ducks can go play there instead of at Granger Stadium. LCC, you'll be welcome to play all your games there, too. Uh, well, what do you think about my little dream here, Coach? Coach Smith, I can't hear you if you're trying to talk. I see you here on the line, but I can't hear you. Coach Gary Smith, are you there, sir? Well, it looks like we're having some technical difficulties with uh, Coach Smith. I'm going to hang up and try him again here real quick here, Rich. And this is a good chance for you before your breakfast gets cold, man. If you want to, I can do this interview, and you can sit there and eat your breakfast if you want to, or you can wait. Oh, no, I'm good to go. Okay, very cool. Let's try uh, Coach Smith again here uh, and see what our problem is. Let's Please see. leave your message for Hey. <laughs> Uh, let's try that again. What do you think, dude? Hey, this is the, the miracle of live radio, man. Absolutely. I mean, this, this happens. doesn't ever happen with you though, dude. Let's try this again here. We're trying coach Smith again from LCC. Please leave your message for. Well, that's not good. Let me, uh, message him and, uh, tell him that we are, uh, getting his, getting your voicemail. So he may try to call in here in the next little bit. And if he does, we'll, uh, we're we'll, fine. There you go, man. Uh, everybody's, uh, chiming in here. Uh, Jason Bryant said the ACC lost its identity when they started. Ha- and I agree with you 100%, Jason. Ah, here comes uh, coach Smith. Uh, he said the ACC lost its identity when they started having the tournament in stupid locations. <laughs> Do you agree with that? I'm not going to not agree with it. Put it that way. <laughs> there you go. Let's try again here. Coach Smith. Do we have you, sir? Ah, hold on one second. Let's try this again. Uh, let's try. Can you hear me, sir? Oh, absolutely. There, there you go. We got you now, uh, Coach Smith. Well, I was uh, waxing poetic about if I won the lottery about how I'm going to tear down the Vernon Park Mall, build a basketball, a 5,000-seat basketball facility there, a uh, baseball facility that will hold about uh, 5,000 fans, a couple of practice fields, very well lit and all that. A football. We didn't even get to football yet, Coach. I'm going to build uh, probably an eight or 9,000-seat uh, football facility. Uh, what do you think? You, 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 you would let your boys play over there, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. I was just going to say, go buy a couple tickets. See what happens. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's what I'm going to do. Listen. So much great news coming out about Lenore Community College, uh, Lancers Baseball, 19-10 and 10 overall right now, 11-5 and 5 in Region 10. That's great news in and of itself. I mean, just playing, like I said, incredible baseball right now on a four-game winning streak. But on top of that, the main reason, I know you've talked about this before, Coach, just how what you're trying to do over there is get these kids ready for the next level. And you've had two kids sign just here in the last week, a shortstop Kevin Jones with UNC Wilmington. Uh, and I'm, I know I'm going to mess this last name up here, coach, but left-handed pitcher, Gary Garanius. Is that correct? Gray. Gerganus. 
Gerganus. Okay, see, I knew I was going to mess that up, Rich. But uh, signing with Chawan, I mean, on top of all the wins and everything that's going on, you got to be proud of these young men for uh, that are going to be continuing their careers at the next level. Oh, absolutely, Brian. And and, and we have, uh, you know, the other kids that committed to four-year schools uh, a little a little while back. Um Brady Tucker, one of our relief pitchers, is going to Erskine University. Wow! Um, yeah, and uh, and and there will be more. Um, Thomas Hill, another pitcher, is going to Mount Olive. Um, you know, so we feel real real good about um, about all these guys and and their opportunities that await. Well, like I said, uh, that's the beauty of not only are you winning, not only are you putting a bunch of W's on the scoreboard, the fact that these kids that that decided to come, decided to come and play for you, Coach, that they are going to be doing great things at the next level too is just amazing. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this season, Coach. 19-10 and 10 right now, like I said, 11-5 and 5 in Region 10. Big series this weekend against Fayetteville Tech. You've got two games on Saturday right here in Kenston at Lancer Field. Then a game on Sunday uh, when you travel down to Trojan Field in Fayetteville. Uh, let's just say we're sort of, well, we're over the midway point. We're probably, uh, what, 60, 65% in the, into the season right now. Just give us a report card on uh, the Lancers right now, Coach. Um, you know, we've probably like any season, any coach, uh, you know, we've won a few games that maybe we shouldn't, and we've lost a few games we probably should have won. Um, you know, right now, uh, well, we went through a stretch where we lost three one-run games um, in a week. And, you know, the way I look at it, as as happy as I am where we are, I mean, we're, we're a couple base hits from, you know, being, being in first or tied for first. Um, so, you know, we just got to continue to do what we do. Our, our offense has been much better than I anticipated. Uh, and I knew our defense was going to be really good, which it has been. Um, our pitching has gotten better. Uh, earlier in the year, I felt like, you know, we were just walking too many guys. And um, that's over the last two weeks has gotten much better. So I uh, feel pretty good with where we are right now. How important is this series this weekend? And yes, I'm trying to get people out there on Saturday. Uh, Linda and I are planning on being out there. Uh, but how important is it this series coming up against Fable Tech, a team that, you know, not quite at the level that you guys are, but man, any given day, as we always talk about, uh, anything can happen with what you did over this past weekend with the sweep on a four game winning streak right now. How important is it for you guys to keep up your winning ways in region 10 play coach? Well, you know, we're getting to the point where they all become extremely significant. Um, you know, Federal Tech has—I don't know—they are a very, very hard, hard team uh, to play because they play very much like we do. They—they they bunt, they hit and run, they steal bags, kind of keep your defense in a stretch, um, and then they probably got the hardest, one of the hardest throwers um, in in the region. 
uh, Hoff, H-A-U-G-F is his last name. And um, the first time we saw him was his first start, and he was on a pitch count. So fortunately, they got him out of the game um, early. That probably won't be the case this time. So we'll have our work cut out when he's on the mound. He's he's probably going to be – well, he, he is definitely a draftable kid. From what I understand, a lot of scouts are showing up to see him pitch. Um, and while that is a little bit daunting, um, you know, at the same time, it gives our guys an opportunity to perform in front of, you know, in front of pro, pro guys, which uh, could bode well for them in the future. That is awesome. Again, that voice you're listening to here this morning is uh, the head baseball coach of those 19 and 10 LCC Lancers. It's Gary Smith joining us here uh, on the Brian Hanks show this morning with myself and Richard Clark, who is live here in the studio today. You know, one of the neat things too, coach, uh, was uh, seeing that you had your guys out and I'm actually on the uh, board of directors for the Kansas and North County Parks and Recreation Department. And I cannot begin to tell you what it meant that you had your Lancers out there helping coaches 12 and under players. Hey, what did that mean to you? What did it mean to your kids to be out there uh, helping these kids learn the game, learn the awesome game of baseball, Coach? Well, you know, I think I, I think it says a lot about the character of our kids. And that being said, you know, I think it also says a lot about the – type of kids that that we recruit and that we want in our program um you know i tell all our recruits as they come for a campus visit or tell all our freshmen when they come in you know we want them to leave kenston after two years uh, you know better students better players and better people and not necessarily in that order uh and we feel like if we can accomplish those things uh, then their path to success is uh, we've done our part. And to see those guys go out and um, work with, you know, <clears throat> work with some young players and kind of give back to the game, I mean, it, it, uh, it, it, it's great and creates a great feeling uh, among the coaching staff. And, um, you know, we, we have – we have tried to become a more positive presence in the community, and we will continue to do so. That is awesome. Uh, and listen, as we wrap it up here, Coach, I got to ask, uh, you guys have had so much success this year. Like I said, 19 and 10 overall, 11 and 5 in Region 10. It's been a minute since I've seen one of your dancing videos. What the heck, Coach? Uh, yeah, uh, you'll have to talk to Shelly about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I understand by the time we – by the time we get to Sunday afternoon at, you know, 5 o'clock, uh, with the week, with the hours that she puts in, I'm sure she's ready to go home and sit on the couch. <laughs> um, so, uh, also, Brian, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, our center fielder, Tanner Cannon, also has committed yep, to yep. France Marion University. So, uh, you know, and then we've got two or three other kids. We've got things in the works, um, you know, just as quite happen yet so we're going to wind up uh, having a bunch of kids move on which um, also is another uh, very very good reflection on our program uh, and what we're trying to do well 
It's awesome. I love what you're doing over there. Uh, I appreciate you taking time this morning. Can't wait to see the Lancers this weekend over at Lancer Field uh, right here in Kenston as you take on Fayetteville Tech again. Uh, doubleheader on Saturday. Uh, it starts at noon, and then you'll be in Fayetteville on Sunday. And let's just hope. I guess more than anything, I just want the weather to cooperate. Don't you, Coach? I do. It looks like there's a chance of rain on Saturday, which, you know, we're kind of in that weather pattern where um starts to get a little sketchy on the weekends with the rain and um you know hopefully it'll hold out we we've already uh we've already lost not wins and loss but two two games um two region games that were rained out and in the region we don't make up rain out so you know it's very important that we that we play absolutely um, um hopefully hopefully it'll i absolutely hope so too listen uh coach gary smith thank you so much for joining us this morning good luck this weekend can't wait to see the lancers and play this weekend coach brian thank you always a pleasure to be on the show and uh i'll see you saturday afternoon we'll see you then that's coach gary smith lenore community college and that will wrap up our first hour of the brian hank show presented by lenore community college Coming up in our next hour, Richard Clark stays with us, and we have Scott Scooter-Rogers from ECU Baseball on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.